Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is episode number 216. Hello and I'm Rick, for those of you who have not listened to the podcast. And I am grateful that you are with me tonight. Thank you for taking some time and being here. And where here is, is the place that I like to record this podcast each and every day. On my back, screened-in patio porch. I call it Serenity Way or Shalom Place. And um, tonight I've got uh, some candles and some incense and the crickets are particularly loud. And it just is nice to be out. Nice to be here, to be present and with you. And I'm grateful for that. And it's the end of um, quite a day. In a day that God's presence was certainly not difficult to ascertain. And it was one of those days where I was in the midst of a sustained activity, knowing that God was so near during it. And um, even though I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open, it was so easy to see and to experience and to feel God's presence. And again, I'm glad that you're here to share that with me. So today I did something that I haven't done in a long time, and it was long overdue. Take a retreat. Now, it wasn't going far away to a retreat center, and it wasn't overnight, and it wasn't even all day. It was really just kind of late morning to mid-afternoon. But it was enough, and it was the right theme. The theme was inner family system. Now, when I first heard this announced, I, I thought family dynamics, that they, we were going to talk about, you know, what is our family role and, and our family of origin and sort of how do the people in our family relate and birth order and so on and so forth. And that wasn't it at all. It instead was getting in touch with those different aspects of ourselves and this theory or this um, metaphor, maybe, of how within us there are these different voices. And they're not separate from each other because they relate to each other because they are part of us and they're part of a family. And um, really the heart of today's retreat was getting in touch with that family. And it was pretty simple. Really, we did some time in silence, we did a walking meditation, and the idea was to write, and to write poetry, even. And um, that was really very cool. You know, I, I like to write. It's hard, though, for me to write from the heart and from the gut instead of just the head. And I was able to get in touch with those places today. Even wrote some poetry, which was kind of neat. And uh, discovered a few things about my inner family. Not surprisingly, it's the Pooh characters. If you listened a couple nights ago about Christopher Robin, you know my love and affection and, I guess, connection, really, to the Pooh characters. But it was helpful for me to kind of be in touch with those aspects of myself and seeing that they're all within me. You know, I may have mentioned the other night on the podcast that Um, when I was talking about Christopher Robin and the Pooh menagerie, that, you know, their personality types, 
I think we've all met Eeyores and we all know rabbits and owls and so on and so forth. That being said, they're all within me. And it's easy for me to kind of externalize it and say, oh, you know, there's an Eeyore, that person over there. Well, what about the Eeyore within me? You know, oh, they're a rabbit, you know, trying to be a busybody and worried and, you know, kind of all over the place. Well, that's me. That's within me. And I was really, I think that was a breakthrough, being able to see those relationships, to see those archetypes, to see those characters within me. And also to recognize, and I think this is really important, that they are not me fully. The facilitator, one of the facilitators today, started the retreat with a very important um, idea. And she said that, you know, within English, we don't sometimes have the nuance that other languages have. And she mentioned Spanish, and I know a little bit of Spanish. And she said, you know, in Spanish, you talk about, you don't say, I am hungry. You say, I have hunger. Or I am afraid. You don't say that. I have fear. And it's this idea, it's, it's, it's subtle, but words have power and words shape our reality. There's a difference between saying, I am hungry or I am angry and I have anger. Because having means that you might not have. Being is much more permanent, much more concrete, much more set. And that's important for me to realize that, that these different characters, these different voices within me, this family within me, it's not fully me, that there is a true self. There is an innocent, beloved child and senior, elder, and person, me, my true self within that. And the retreat was made even more significant by the people. And it was, it, it was a group that I, I didn't know well, small group. I think there were, counting the moderators, less than 10 of us. And it was a, a very spiritually mature group, which was kind of neat because we had 20 minutes of silence. And we did a very kind of cool walking meditation. And even though we had lunch and you know we were moving about the space that we were in, there was silence still. And that felt comfortable. You know, I, I didn't, there weren't, wasn't anyone there that, you know, felt they had to socialize. And I think for me, it was kind of a sign that I have spiritually matured. I was able to sit in silence and stillness for 20 minutes, which I don't usually do. My meditation each day is less than that. But I think my daily sitting practice has, has allowed that. And also, I was very much at peace with not feeling like, you know, I had to chat or get to know these um, fellow retreatants. Um, I'll probably see them at other things. And um, I can get to know them then in those settings. And there were some really neat people. And um, it was just wonderful to, to, to hear stories and to hear others' poems and, and insights. And I, I just really, really enjoyed that. One final thought. And um, I thought this was kind of a little icing on the cake, a little um, poke from God, I guess. 
um, as if I needed a poke from God in during a day that was just so rich and so filled with the awareness of God's presence. But our focal point, a little table, had some snacks on it, and it also had two different um, symbols. One was an intentional symbol, a candle. The other was an unintentional symbol because it was practical. It was a pitcher of water, a glass pitcher of water, traditional kind of pitcher of water with, you know, mugs around it and people could use the water and, you know, pour themselves um, some water, right? But what was kind of neat about those two, the candle and the water, is both of those are very resonant images for me right now. I am trying to add a, a layer within my sitting meditation, my mindful meditation, a layer of contemplative prayer. And I was reading about that the other night. And uh, the idea is, is to just focus on an image, preferably an image that connects to God, but an image that is resonant. And when the mind wanders, and the mind always wanders during meditation, you come back to the image. And the two images that I've kind of been exploring, one is light and the other is, wait for it, water. So it's kind of neat to see those two images there in front of me. And um, especially with the water, it was kind of neat. There was, um, we were going around the circle at the beginning and uh, we were asked like, what is, what was one word that kind of describes where we were? And um, my word I'll share with you was curious because I kind of didn't really know what this family, you know, inner inner family uh, thing was all about. But the first gentleman that shared, he said, water. And I thought that was kind of neat. Especially because again, we had this picture of water in front of us. And at this time, early in the the day, early in the retreat, the water was full of ice and um, it was kind of warm in the room. So there was a lot of condensation on the outside of the pitcher. The candle was a pillar candle that was, you know, quite high burning within its, um, you know, its, its surrounding glass. And what was kind of neat also because I noticed these early in the day and, and noticed where they began, was to watch these symbols as the day went on, to see the passage of time and the movement of the retreat being marked and measured and signified in the candle that was decreasing and the water that was changing from ice into just water, the condensation disappeared, And it was different. And of course, people were drinking it. So the level of the water was going down too. So that was a change. So um, it's just a wonderful day. And I'm grateful for it. And um, look forward to doing another retreat. This felt like a kind of a summary type of theme. And I wonder if there's a fall theme and certainly an Advent theme and a winter theme and other just days, just hours. I don't need a full... You know, it's hard to get away for weeks, you know, not weeks, that's silly, but for uh, multiple nights or a weekend. But, you know, five hours on a sun- Saturday morning afternoon, is, is it, it's doable. So I end with this idea of retreat, something I haven't mentioned on this podcast because, well, I haven't done it yet in the 216 days that I've been doing this, re- this podcast, but I did today so I can ask you about it. So where are you with retreats? When was the last time you took one? Have you been maybe avoiding it? 
Is it something you've done recently? Do you have a plan, a, uh, the, a planned one that you take regularly? And where do you go? And even if there isn't a scheduled retreat, can you do an intentional retreat where maybe you put the electronic media aside and you go out into nature or maybe a sacred interior space and just be with your journal, with some reading, and just be and listen and see where and how God might be there in the midst of that. As always, thank you for listening. Blessings and peace.